Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yo, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. This is Rich Latta. I'm with James Boyd. James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. I think, you know, after enough jokes, we can probably proceed with this podcast. Yeah. Enough jokes. Uh, sitting here wearing a uh, Jason A. Roberts t-shirt. Uh, and, and that, you know, caused a lot of polarity. That's all. That's and also, true. we played the music, you know. Yeah. Uh, Shouts out to Jake. Um, so, uh, Monday Night Raw and all that. Real quick, before we get to that. Jake the Snake will never die. Yeah. Jake the Snake. I don't mean. I don't mean his legacy. I mean that person will never ever die. We will never bury that guy. Yeah. He survived a lot. Now let's you know, go ahead and go on. You know, Jake the Snake once took a hundred pills and lived. Yeah, exactly. Enough said. Shouts <laughs> out to Jake. Uh, so um, as we getting, you know, one week closer to uh, Battleground, which I'll be in attendance at. Ding. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm trying to find ways to get excited about it. Um, Why are you not excited? It, it's just you know I feel like I already know what you know what the main event's already gonna you know Cena's gonna win you know I don't have a problem with Cena winning but it's just you know pretty predictable. Um, we've got uh, Rollins and Ambrose. I think they're the hottest few going right now. Uh yeah, um, it's it has the most um, ump to it because they've been at it for you know about a month or so now. Uh, I wonder if they get some type of gimmick match going, like um, they throw the ladder up there, or do they have like a hardcore match? You mean like a stipula- like a money in the bank ladder match one on one? Basically, you got to go up there to get it. Yep. Basically, what we wanted to happen between uh, Sandow. Sandow and Cody Rose last year. Yeah. Um, <coughs> speaking of Sandow, man, <laughs> Damian Sandhart. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't that. That was a terrible impersonation. Terrible. I think it would have been better if he would have came out as Sean. Yeah, you you mentioned that to me, and so I think I saw it on Twitter. That that would have been extra funny. Yeah. And um, you know, but I came out to screw you. Wouldn't have been able to see him, man, really in a in a sharpshooter until the end of time. They put they probably could have went dark with that. Right. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, him coming out as Brett was kind of funny, except for the one part. Like, you can't come out as in your prime Bret Hart dressed up in ring attire with. Dry hair. I don't care if it's a wig or not. Like, yep. if, if it, worst case, worst come to worst, you go holler at Kane about how to make a make a wig look wet, you know, and make it look realistic. You go holler at Kane. He's the king of having a wet ass wig that looks realistic. Like, y'all, you, I bet you didn't know that. That shit's not wet. That's just how it is. Like, they sold this shit like that. Really? <laughs> really? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just shooting. Um, <laughs> So, uh, you, I, I missed the first hour of Monday Night Raw tonight, so yes, I'm going to be talking on a wrestling podcast about something I didn't actually see. Why? Because we're almost professionals at this shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, James, your impressions of the, uh, of, the, of the Usos and the Wyatt match you were telling me about? Great match. Um, it's, they get into the ring and magic happens. The same thing, um, I feel the same way whenever Cesaro, not Cesaro, but um, Del Rio and Ziggler get in the ring together. Good things are going to happen and you get enough time and you don't botch the finish with overbooking. Uh, AJ Lee. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's depressing. Um, but for me, the opening, the open of the show, I mean, I, I think I told you a little bit about it. Reigns comes down. 
he talks. He's, he talks about the pay per view coming up and the triple or the quadruple, quadruple, the fatal four away. I almost called it a quadruple threat match. Um, yeah, no wrong with that. He says I can neutralize. You know, people think I'm assuming he put me into the match because Triple H put me in the match because he, you know, he wants to um, play games. He thinks that I can neutralize Cena, which I can, and mm. then um, Kane can take care of me, which he can't, and then that leaves. Randy Orton to sneak off with the belt, but he's like, that's not going to happen. Then Kane comes out, all mad, and now the authority are on vacation or whatever they're actually doing in real life. Yeah. And they don't they don't go out the country. <laughs> that's anyway, all that is. So then, so then after that, uh, Kane, Montreal? Com- Kane, nah. comes, Kane comes down, and uh, Reigns calls him Randy Orton's bitch. He Randy Orton's down, bitch. He comes down the ramp. Reigns comes out halfway and they start tussling. The next thing you know, um, uh, it was just it was just fun because he had three segments in the show. Mm-hmm. He had the, he got involved in the main event. He was in the open and he had a backstage little segment with uh, Cena. And is the just, Superman punch the hottest shit going right now? Uh, probably yeah. I for me personally, I think the hottest shit going is actually like. The setup and the ta- and the action before the Superman punch, uh, where he does like the almost like the superhero coming falling from the sky, Superman landing on on a knee and a fist, yeah. and then he, or before he even does it, he does the, the, the like his fist is a gun and he cocks it. Yeah, I find that I find that the fantastic. Um, but <clears throat> for me, I feel like this was like the almost like the 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 beta run. Like we're gonna let you. This is your night. And let's see how you do with this, because right. you want you, you want to yeah. see this is the most we've ever given you. We gave you three segments. You want to see how you do. He, he he did very well. Yeah. Um, when he came out at the end, like I was like, "Where's Reigns? Where's Reigns? Where's Reigns?" Yeah. That's started, what I was, I was like, too. So it's like he's he's getting there. Um, it reminds me a lot of what they're doing with Cena and him. It reminds me a lot of the Triple H Batista type stuff. When, mm-hmm. Like, I, I wasn't there for it, but when they were showing the previews for their matches about how he was like, Batista was constantly one-upping him. Mm-hmm. Constantly. And that's what it looks like. And the the cussing. They um they, oh, they, yeah. they, they saved that, you know, for uh for, for guys they want, you know, to really draw, draw a nice little pop. Well, basically for me what I think it is, it's kind of like, you know, um, when everything was so wild in the Attitude Era, when it was, you know, the crazy... The crazy high spots and people are going to die and the gratuitous, uh, or sorry, the, the, just the vulgar language. You got to bring that kind of stuff down. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know Orange's New Black TV show. It's a great show, but when someone gets locked, it's a lot different. It, it seems like it matters more than if it was a max security prison as opposed to a minimum security prison because then that stuff doesn't happen as much. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh you be just be desensitized to it so like when someone cusses out cusses and say I'm whoop your ass or call someone you know a bitch yeah it, it means so much more it just means so much more acting like a bitch you know it's just, <laughs> you know it's, it's something different yeah um you know we got also last night I see uh Rusev kick Rob Van Dam's ass apparently um they made a match I wasn't a squash match but yeah he got beat convincingly. I heard uh, Lana was out there getting them, getting her to boo her in Canada. Yeah, um, she didn't do any USA Vladimir Putin thing, and she didn't get her walkout like she does, you know, which is the, might be the highlight of the night every night. But um, they got enough heat on her and him. Like, he, the match was, most people, 
And me personally, it was a pretty boring match for. It's probably the most boring match I've ever seen the RBD have. I mean, but I Rob mean, Van Dam. But look at the end of the night. But it, you know, when it came to the end, he super kicked him, and it kind of saved the match. Like. Yeah. It don't matter how bad the Rusev matches are. He, he does that jumping super kick, and it saves the match. It's just like throwing camera on that. Oh, the album. Yeah, it's, like throwing, it album. it's just like throwing camera, camera on, on that album that they thought was going to suck, that Kanye did, that they thought was going to suck, and like, throw camera on it and save the album. Yeah. It'll save the match with the super kick. Yep. Um, then uh, we get uh, Randy Orton and Dean Ambrose. Um, very Dean Ambrose, good yes, very good. I, I walked in halfway. Like, I finally got off work. Walked in, that match was in progress. I was like, oh, they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, of course, you know, the internet had a problem with, you know, the way, you know, it went down. Um, oh, or Ambrose yeah. taking a clean loss. I'd like to explain to them why he lost. Um, if you guys don't know, um, there's a battleground pay per view coming up. And in the main <laughs> event, Randy Orton will be fighting for the belt, the title. You know, so, you know, him losing really doesn't make much sense there. You know, if you guys want to, I, I hate to sound preachy or anything. Condescending or, is what the word yeah, you're going for. Yeah, and, but, you know. I appreciate the fact you're being condescending because if you think Randy Orton is supposed to lose to Dean Ambrose right now when there's no feud going other than like a roll-up or something like yeah. that, like what's going on with Kobe Kingston and Cesaro, Cesaro, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, you, you ain't as smart you, as you think you are. You just are. haven't watched wrestling enough. <laughs> you haven't know, you haven't watched enough wrestling to know how this goes. Like they set up guys that like and so we're here to educate K, you. The kayfabe ranking meter of like Randy Orton is a better is a better wrestler kayfabe wise than Ambrose is or ever has been. You remember so, um, you remember the old PWI rankings like Randy back Orton in the day? will be above him. Like, <laughs> yeah, he'll be ranked higher than him or lower than him. Whatever means he's better. Whichever one, yes. Like, like you don't beat nobody that's above you like that. Yeah. Um, he's still out there in the jeans, um, you know, Titty Master, Crazy Man Ambrose, like, he's crazy so, inter- man he's, Crazy Man Titty Master out there, he's so, he's so entertaining, um, <laughs> he's just an absolute wild man, he was throwing all those steel chairs into the ring, for no reason, no reason, like, but, it's like just, what kind of psychology is this, <laughs> it's so, it's so good, it, it doesn't matter almost, um, <laughs> like, like, um, a lot of people are saying, like, that's like some ECW shit. So, uh, just flip them up. Like, last person I remember flipping them up was, uh, I mean, Big Show against Dol- against uh, Brock Lesnar, right, at Royal Rumble? Yeah. He just, just flipping chairs in. Just throw it up. Why not? Uh, but they had a, you know, pretty good match, and I, good I, match. I thought that was a, they should have saved that. That was a, that's a pay-per-view match. Uh, like, pe- people would have paid to see Orton versus look, Ambrose. They'll come back to it in about six months. Right, Yeah. Like, wasn't this a mid-card match? Oh, that's, that's closing the show. Like, trust me, they will be wrestling each other. Like, all those new guys, just like Cena, uh, we always say Cena's pretty much just, he's co-opting and appropriating these dudes as hot at the time and coming in, like, get these matches. Same thing when, like, someone like Jericho comes back, and like, oh, yeah, we got match. Eventually, he has to wrestle this dude because it has, it's probably going to end up on a DVD. Yeah. Same thing with Orton. He's not the rest. Speaking of that, Seth Rollins and them. They're dropping. They're finally dropping a John Cena DVD, but it's gonna look, be a little bit about like the Shawn Michaels My Journey one. He's gonna be telling a story between each match. So oh, we're gonna okay. do something like that. Then whenever he finally does wrap it up, they'll do a whole big thing like and declare him the greatest superstar of all time. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're already pushing it really hard on air. John Cena's the greatest WWE champion of all time. That, like Michael who Cole. Who said that? Cole or JBL? Cole kept saying it over and over and over. And Jim Ross came out on Twitter and was like, they don't need to be doing that because it's it's like forced and that doesn't do Cena any favors. 
Well, the one thing about <laughs> Nomi Favors is one like, look, you want all these, you want like it just moves faster. It just does. Yes. You can't have you can't have anybody on a run like how Hogan did um, in the eighties. You just can't where these don't lose ever forever, and then they they look they, they you know what I'm saying. Like I so, made the joke like nowadays like or not really a joke is a just an astute observation the way wrestling is going right now think about it is like double time speed like compared for, to like our childhood yeah yeah for example like right now 2011 would be like 6 years ago um but think about it WrestleMania 30 was this year think about how far back WrestleMania 25 seems we were even watching 25 exactly Think about how far WrestleMania 27 is away. Yeah. It's like, you know, three months feels like six months. Just, you know, double up the time period. And that's how fast you would get things in the old days, pretty much. And that's, you know, that gap is shrunk now. Given the, like, yeah, I mean, all the matches, all the extra airplay on TV. um, Yeah. 12 pay-per-views a year. Yeah. Shit just moves faster. It really does. And guys are gonna gonna run through belts like Kobe Kingston's held every belt except you know the big the big belts. Yeah. Um, He's been what was he like a five time Intercontinental Champion? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or four time Intercontinental Champion, United States Champion, Tag Team Champion. Like he's like one of the most kayfabe wise. Yeah. Air boom. Um, Kayfabe wise, he's like one of the most decorated guys ever. Yep. And um, we have nothing for him right now. Yeah. Other than get whooped by Cesaro. That's setting up to be nasty whenever that, that goes down. Like, I, I mean, right now, other than, I don't know really what that does for Cesaro other than, like, just, you know, he's getting rolled up on. Like, it's cool that, you know, I guess Kofi now is the one, two, three kid. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what that really does for Cesaro other than, like, yeah, he's so strong. He beats the hell out of this dude after he loses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they're just trying to buy, they're just trying to bid time until he gets into the Battle Royal, which is, you know, the third Battle Royal, you know, of the year. Speaking of that. The third major Battle Royal of the year. Um, yeah. Battle Royal. Um, we Why couldn't we just get another tournament? I think it's because it was so close. I think me and you talk about this. Yeah. Because it was so close to when Wade Barrett won it. And there's one thing interesting. I saw a meme about it, and, it made, and I never really thought about it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's a great point. Daniel Bryan gets stripped of the title because of injury. We bitch about it. Wade Barrett gets stripped because of cause the injury. No one even cared. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Holler. Yeah. Uh, really, like, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love when Triple H does it. He's like, I, he, it's so funny because he says it before. He says, I love doing this. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> oh, man. Is it setting up for Cesaro to win this? Um, I said all that to say that. I don't know. I mean, was it tiny people in the 20? 20. Who are the people in there? Who are the people that are in there already? Really don't know. Um, I think okay. Del Rio, Ziggler. Yeah, the, of course. The usual of course suspects. Oh, yeah, the usual suspects. Yes, you are you correct. Know, the Kobe, big, the Kobe. mid-card mafia, you know. The mid-card mafia. As I'm calling them. Wow. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, don't 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 ever hashtag MCM on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll live to regret it. Mid-card mafia. All right. Yeah. yeah man crush money or whatever. So, um... <laughs> But anyway, yeah. I, See nothing but dude with his shirt off out there. I mean, I'm, gr- I'm good. 
I mean, it will be a, a step up because last time he had a belt was the U.S. title. Yeah. He could, you know, he'd be a nice little spot for him. He can help legitimize the title, which we always talk about legitimizing the IC title. Yeah. But maybe I think actually, it's pretty legit now. I think he'd actually really. Oh, I mean, Wade Barrett, much to all the shit we've given him, gave him, given him yeah. over his career since we started watching again, he's done really good. Um, since he since this IC uh, tournament, he's yeah, been really because good. at the time I wasn't so a, I wasn't a fan of him the, winning it. The shame, I mean, he was always we always we already we never said he wasn't good. Rather, just say he had nothing going for him, and yeah. then like we thought, okay, he's a standard comedian, basically. I'm afraid of. We got bad news. Like, what can you really turn that into? And it turned into, oh yeah, oh, shit. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I go use that I'm, anywhere. I'm just gonna go back to just rass outlasting him efforts. So, so it's just, or you know, the match he had with Sheamus in that tournament. Um, RBD match. Um, he he did a lot. He did a lot of good stuff, and he was well on his way. And you know, I actually now feel bad that this has happened to him. Yeah. This, I mean, this is the second big injury he's had. He's gonna miss a lot of time. Well, I just all all Wade Bear has to do is believe. God damn it! I knew. All he has to do to come back stronger than ever is believe. Wow. Um. So, uh, Bo Dallas comes out last night. Um, and whoops on El Torito. Yeah, he's fighting midgets. And he turned heel in the process. He got heated. Yeah. And, and, uh, he saw it beat up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was. Uh, I don't know if that was Epico or Primo, which whatever the names are going by. What? What are the? I what, think that was Epico are, actually. Okay, what are their like names now? Fernando and Diego. Okay. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Epico. And what is what's Epico in this gimmick's name? Diego. Diego. I think. I think. Okay, speaking of that, right? You know, I'm that guy that since, knows all type of random look, facts since and you times don't and know, dates. We're going to go back. The best match of the night was the opening match. The <clears> Usos <throat> versus the Wyatts. Yep. They end the match on <laughs> on the finish of there we don't know like we don't know which Uso is a legal man, and the one that wasn't legal man got pinned. Wow. While he's out, while the one that's that's legal is on the outside fighting uh fighting um Eric Rowan, and he comes back and says, like, "I wasn't, I don't." That's funny. Wrong one, bro. <laughs> and, I, and you know me, we've been talking about this for months and months. We can't tell which one they are. They're different. Si- they're different sizes. They got their face pinned on different sides of their face. One of them goes to Naomi. Look, still don't, still another, can't. The one thing they need to do to distinguish themselves is they need to have their name on their shit. Their name on it, like Jimmy, Jay, or one wears a particular color, the one wears a different color. Yeah. Or, like, it's inversed. Like, if they're wearing purple and green, one wears, like, mostly purple. I'm sorry, um, green and silver. Mm-hmm. One wears, like, it's mostly green and, like, yeah, the silver. Yeah, they're colors It looks like home and road jerseys, pretty much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And... I don't know if they don't care or if like WWE says, nah, we're just gonna this make is, it like this. We make y'all yeah. anonymous or whatever. I'm trying to make them boys look like the Killer Bees or the Strike Force, like. But I don't understand how that helps them with their branding. It like, brands them together, like like it brands them together. Like them niggas ain't never gonna break up and go solo. Um, that's not what I'm. I'm just on arguing. Like, look, you, we've seen both of them talk. I don't think either one of them gonna ever go solo. Yeah. However, like. Same we, we knew we knew which Roll Roy was was Roll Roy or which I'm oh, sorry <laughs> which which Legion of Doom member was hey. was Animal which one was Hawk. You know what I'm about to say. 
What? The Usos are better than the Royal Warriors. Oh, they are. <laughs> <laughs> that work rate is that, oh, that that's unquestionable. You watch those two matches, you already know. My issue is, I mean, I, they were actually in a fisticuff fight in the back room brawl. Oh line. no, not at I'm all. Thinking, I'm thinking Royal Warriors. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm thinking Hog Animal, and yeah. I'm calling. Look, and I'm saying, hey, bring your son to uh, bring James, bring James. <laughs> but I. I, I would just like for them to be able to tell them apart because for branding purposes, like if you ever it helps them out so much better Merch. to be able to distinguish. Merch. Yeah. Uh like I, like you you know their championship or their shirt they have when they're you know they're face to face and they have like, you know, opposite sides of the face there so you can tell like, okay, this one's this one, but we really don't know. Like it's too hard. Like same hair. The only difference you can tell is one's door one's a slightly doyer than the other one. That's the only real right. difference. Alright, and the woman that goes to Naomi is a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, but that's going to wrap up the first segment of One Nation Radio. We will be back to talk about um, Dolph Ziggler, or excuse me, um, The Miz versus Jericho versus Bray Wyatt and this whole saga. Um, the, di- the two Divas matches. Yeah, the Divas division, that all-out brawl that Cameron and Naomi had, that looked like it was it was a shoot. But yeah. we'll get back to that. This is One Nation Radio. What's going on, listeners of One Nation Radio? While you're enjoying the show, I'm sure you're thinking, man, how can I help One Nation Radio? Well, we have the answers here. There are a few things you can do, and they don't take long at all. First, go to your iTunes and search for One Nation Radio under podcast. Rate us five stars and leave a review, and we'll be sure to mention you on the next show. The reason that's important is because it helps populate it in the iTunes system and brings it to a larger audience. Next, follow us on Twitter at One Nation Radio, at Danger Rich 32 with two R's, and at James Boyd ONR. We love hearing from our listeners, and it's, you know, it's paramount to us, you know, releasing the podcast to you faster. Um, One Nation Radio is a global podcast with listeners all over the USA, from Tampa to Wichita, Kansas, to New York, to Tucson, Arizona, Seattle, Washington. Anywhere you can think of in the USA, um, they're locked into One Nation Radio. And abroad, such as the UK, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Ghana, Pakistan, and Canada. Keep listening. Thank you for the support. And make sure you guys keep spreading the word about One Nation Radio. I thank you very much. Booker T, we've seen the intensity of the matches here tonight, and I expect the same thing is going to happen in this four-quarter match. Let me tell you something, Gino, can you out here talking about a click? The only click you need to know about is the Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. See, because what you're dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's nonstop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want, and after we take Lex Luger and the Giants, we want the cold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. I should point out for the record, Stevie Ray, look at this. Take a look. We're talking about the rack, the torture rack of Lex Luger. And what about the choke slam of the Giant? These are the things you're going to have to deal with tonight. What about the Harlem Hangover? What about the Heat Seeker? What about the Tower Inferno? I don't see nobody talking about that. You think we came out here because it's time for Rumpa Room, sucker? Well, let me tell you something. When me and my brother go to school, <laughs> the principal checks out Lex Luger. Get ready, because we coming for the gold. That's Hulk Hogan's gold, and you two suckers in the way. We taking you out one at a time. Now, can you dig it? I thank you very much. I suspect Sister Sherry, like many of the... And welcome back to One Nation Radio. James, did, um, did Booker T ever get Hulk Hogan? No. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Um, so, um, we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed our, uh, our rejoin and make sure you, um, check out, you know, like I said, the, um, iTunes ratings and all that. Um, so jumping back into it, um, we get Chris Jericho versus Miz. Chris Jericho won a match. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's such a rare, you know, occasion. You know, I, I was marking out, you know, I'm cheering for Jericho like a mark out here. And then all of a sudden, you know, Bray Wyatt, you know, comes on out out there and, you know, he starts running this fuck box like normal. But, yeah. he, but he sits down on, on the thing and Jericho pretty much comes out there and, you know, Jericho, who can, I feel like he's going to destroy Wyatt on the mic. But um, he basically gets to the point and he starts cussing. You know, I'm just going to kick your ass. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. what did you think of that interaction? I mean, it was fun, and uh, Wyatt got even kind of campy, you know, with the whole, I, he, you know, when he did the, um, what he did, he mocked Jericho. I forgot how he mocked him at the beginning, but it was it was funny. It was pretty campy. Um, Jericho told that man to shut the hell up. Yeah, but what did he do? Not right, it's Jericho. He didn't do the Ayatollah Rock and Roller. He, uh, I can't remember what he did. I, well, it, he did something. It was it was funny to see he, he, he mocked Jericho, and and, and and then in turn, Jericho did the same with the or did the classic. Will you please shut the hell up? Uh, I'm just you know, as long as they don't bring any kids in a choir out or anything ridiculous <laughs> like that that made Lexa no sense, then you know, or it made sense, but like they have to do something that makes sense for Jericho, and I don't know what that would be yet. And they just have to get it to the paper. They, as long as they just, just get them to the building. Just get them to the building, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Same, like just, as long as you get them in the building, and it's not, and it doesn't make me want to roll my eyes. I'm I'm cool with it. Right. Um, Jericho whips out the uh, 2014 Y2J thing, and when Jericho came back last week, it kind of looked like he was he w- he wasn't in the greatest shape. It looked like that man hit the gym like a madman by the time this Monday rolled around because he came out like he was in awesome physical condition, it looked like. He was in good – are you talking about for what they were talking about on Cheap Heat? Because, I, okay, for, okay, he looked fine to me. It's just the fact of like, you know, same thing with Triple H. You can When you're that particular age, you can only look but so good. And then he came back looking like last year's Jericho this week. Well, like, he, he went well, to the gym the for one week and he, got it done. Well, what probably happened is he just didn't eat such a big meal. Like, yeah. you, you know, your gut, you eat a big meal, your stomach pops out. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Like, I mean, whatever. Like, dude has a six-pack. Yeah. And whether or not he, <laughs> whether or not his midsection looks like a brick or not, I don't really care. Whatever, like, dude, look, man, we saw Ric Flair wrestle. Uh, <laughs> we've seen, we saw Ric Flair wrestle like less than less than seven years ago, so I'm not really tripping over that. Um, you know, I'm I'm just blessed, you know, that we can watch Jericho, and I'm gonna actually this is gonna be my first time seeing Jericho live, so you know I'm be marking out. Um, moving on, uh, we get uh, Cameron and Naomi. They actually throw down. Do you want to talk about that first? Or you want to get into a- AJ and Paige, and they're like, I don't know what looks like Paige is gonna turn on her. Yeah, um, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, Cameron and Naomi finally, you know, run it, and it looks like it looks as real as it, as it can get. Well, before the commercial, before we went to um, broke out into the second segment, you said it looked like a shoot. Yes. Now 
it looked, you're right, it looked like a shoot until Cameron got on top of Naomi. Yeah, like, that, that, Once that, that happened, I was like, up. oh yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, it, oh yeah, it's a work. Yeah. Like, cause I don't really think Cameron could whoop Naomi's ass, so. It's a whole lot of whooping. At the beginning, when, yeah, a whole <laughs> lot of whooping. Um, so when, you know, Naomi was, you know, they were doing the hair grabbing and she she was like throwing strikes like they were like Real. cat fighting. I was like, oh, Sharkisha. Yeah. <laughs> but, Everybody was saying uh, the referee should have been pulling his camera phone out and yelling World Star. I didn't like that. Well, you know, they, you yeah, know I, they I, I didn't like that. You know, they ain't but, done, but you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, can't have two sisters, you know, running it like that. No, um, not at all. But they can have Kelly Kelly, uh, you know, jump on people and Lufez press them and shake the hell out of them the whole time when they, back then three years ago. They can do that. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Um, is this going to lead to a match soon? Because you know the pay per views coming up. I don't think they're going to do two divas matches at Battleground, but they have the storyline set up. Um, it depends. Um. In the first hour, they had Alicia Fox, and I'm blanking on who she was wrestling. I'm really am. It, she wrestled. I can't remember what she was. One second. Like it was Nikki Bella. Yeah, Nikki Bella. Like that's just basically just keep someone keep the storyline of Stephanie and Brie eventually wrestling like on the in the fold. But um, like, are they gonna have three segments devoted to divas wrestling on the pay per view? Because like they're gonna have to have someone involved with Stephanie and Brie going through it. They're gonna have to have um, AJ and um, and Paige definitely. You know, AJ and Paige is the A story for the Divas Division. Yeah. Um, and then this whole you know Cameron and Naomi thing. I don't. I don't know that. I I think probably they get squashed out. Either that or they just get a raw match. That's what I'm saying. I think they get squashed up to like the night before, like the 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 go the go go home show. Yeah, which is a damn shame. But I don't know. If Cameron's ready. Cameron's for that not. Stage. Cameron's not. She ain't if, ready for that. If stage. Cameron was better, it would definitely be on the on the pay per view. But Cameron's not good enough. Yeah, Naomi out there getting stuck. Like like Cameron been 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 tripping Naomi up, you know, all, for for months. Yeah. Um, but not as bad as Oksana, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Naomi's been, you know, dealing with bullshit for a while. Um, then, all of a sudden, AJ Lee comes out of nowhere and wins the belt again. So, for, Naomi goes further, you know, to the... To it's, the not, it's, not, it's not like The Rock going to the back of the line fighting Brooklyn Brawl. Yeah, it pretty much is. It's not. You it's know, not. You, you will now start at the bottom. You will fight the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, you go to the back of the line... Um, I mean, we get this Paige versus AJ thing. It's like this weird kind of single white female fan. It's a double turn. Yeah, it's like it's a double turn. Like she's still playing nice, but you already know. Like we already know that what's going to happen. You're going to turn on AJ, and we're going to feel bad for AJ, even though AJ's been kicking up this fuck shit for the better part of two years now. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure some of our listeners, you know, are huge AJ Lee fans. I like AJ. I don't have any issues. I like Paige. I like AJ more than Paige. But, um, I, I mean, and, like, I those, I feel like those... She are, did come back with a little bit of an improved moveset. I'll give her that. Because I just never, like, got it with her in the ring. Like, really? 
You never I, thought she was good? I never really. I've heard people say she they don't like her. I yeah. mean, people like people either either like yeah. She, I mean, I don't she, get it. She deserves to be where she is because of all the storyline she was in for all the for that like full year with all those top all those main yeah. event guys, and like also helping to elevate um, Dolph. But um, and people will say like yeah, in the ring, nah. I mean, to me, I don't really, I haven't really noticed it to where it was like she's. Not, Granted, I was like, why are they going so crazy over her? Like, what is she doing? Because because of her man of stats. Like, it's almost like imagine Olympus Elizabeth learned how to, was a wrestler. She would have got the belt. She would have got. She would have held the belt for a full year too. Nah, but but you know, like she gets like that. She's the internet's like. She gets that. Like you can't. Like she's untouchable. She gets that. Uh, okay. Um, there are a lot of circles that overlap, and um, by the circles that overlap. Um, and it's crazy because Paige gets that too, so they're almost being forced to, you know, pick one. I mean, I guess. You know, and I don't really. I mean, I I I never really thought of it that way, um, because is hill is one is going to be a hill one's going to be a face, and we all know like you just you know you might have a favorite or whatever, but you're like all right, you know what's going to happen, like it's, you're going to have a dust off and. Whatever happens, happens. And it's gonna be. It's, you already know it's a double switch. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know what this means as far as what happens. You know, after SummerSlam, I don't know what hell happens after SummerSlam. I have a pretty good idea that, it, that they're, they're not gonna make it a triple threat. Uh, Eventually, they need to. They need to add Naomi. They're not in gonna there. do that. Well, you know, I'm fighting for Naomi. You know, until until she gets hers. Look, until, until they do right by her. That's fine. I feel that way too. I'm not holding my breath for it because I know it's not gonna happen. Like she's not gonna beat both of them to win the belt. Even though, even though everyone that watched that match on Sunday or um, last Sunday thought that was a fantastic match, yep, and one of the best match, deepest match they've had this year, yep. No, they they still like even though it's clear that she's a freak athlete. No she, shot. Nope. No shot. I mean, she's got a shot. Jesus, I just ain't gonna bet on that shot. That's all. It's sad. It's sad. And and those they, are the and, breaks. Look, and they, and, they, and, they, and she just gets lumped in with the rest of the you know the total divas cast, and the total divas get a lot of shit, pretty much. You know, they, from you know the internet wrestling. How much is this, right? I don't, how many good female wrestlers do they do they have? Do you think off the top of your just just name them out? Okay, um, Paige. Yeah. Naomi. Yeah. Alicia Fox. Yeah. Nikki Bella. Yeah. Brie Bella. Yeah. Um, Natalia. Yeah. Charlotte. She's not on the roster yet. Mm, all right. Um, who else? Summers okay. No, I would count. I would count Summer. Um, AJ, as people would say. Yeah. I don't personally see it, but, um, who else was in that battle royal? Because I'd, I'd be forgetting. Like, all right, well, basically, you may say all the names, all the ones that I would even bother naming, right? The majority of them are all total divas. So, what are we talking about here? What do you mean? How many females, good female wrestlers you say you just named that were yeah. on the roster? You named yeah. what, seven? Yeah. Four of them are total divas. So, you know, they, what are we, so my question is, what are we talking about here? What we're talking about is them just saying, you know, there's just a TV show and there's just a gimmick, but they're really not. And they don't ever get, you know, their proper credit 
Um, like, Agreed. And is 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 interesting. Like it's, it's, interesting. A, it, it's interesting to see why they don't get their proper credit. Look, given the fan base, given the demographics of of they see who watches the shows, given the demographics who watches this show, and given how this society works. They're never gonna get their due. There's they. They're never gonna get their due that they deserve. This whole entire, sh- this whole entire sh- uh, like entertainment, this segment of entertainment is basically, you know, the piss break. Uh, not well that too. But they really lived along the lines of like embarrassing women. Mm-hmm. So why would they in turn like, oh yeah, they're really good at this crap as well. We're gonna give them the respect they deserve. That's, that was never going to nah, happen, Rich. Nah, that's, 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 that's not the thing I'm going for. What I'm saying is, like, that, that sect of fans that, with, that buries, you know, anyone that's on the cast of Total Divas, like, they're not good performers or anything like that. I'm but saying they, that. But they the ride pro- up and down for, you know, Paige and AJ and, that's you know, cool. all that. Because they're quote-unquote real? That's like the lead. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, that's like the lead of Trish Stratus thing. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, Lee is out here doing flat-ass, um, flat-ass moonsaults almost breaking her neck every time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That actually happened. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting with that. Um, open your minds, people. That's all I'm asking you to do. And look, man, uh, people like what they like, and, you know, that's fine, but, like, I don't understand how people can't look into, look into like, yeah, I have a bias here. I don't know. Why am I feel, Why do I have this, this feeling, this visceral reaction, as opposed to, like, Take it into while there's people like she's like Mickey and Brie Bella clearly are better wrestlers than they were three years ago. They're yeah, they, they act like they haven't. They're clearly good wrestlers now. Like, uh, you look at Naomi, you name me another female that's out here doing suicide dive cross bodies over the top rope outside the ring. Yeah, split leg moonsaults. I don't see any of them on the WWE television. I just don't. Nope. Um. So uh, moving forward, like if you, like if you like little like if you like small white girls like they're, you know, uh, barely legal. That's fine, but if a page can wrestle her ass off, AJ, I think she's a good wrestler, and I'll leave it at that. I don't think they're the best wrestlers on the roster. I think they're some of the best wrestlers on the roster, and I think they're good enough to where they deserve to be where they're at. But like some of the, some of the the way people are caping up for them. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's mind-boggling, bro. Like, it's... it's uh, I don't know. And to be honest with you, the best wrestler on the roster probably still Natalia. <laughs> still. Swaggerless. But, um... But we don't hear about that. With, you know, you talk about, I mean, she is swaggerless, but we don't talk about, you know, the excellence of her. Meanwhile, like, she's just as good as the mic as Paige from what she displayed the other week. Yeah. Um, the the storyline with her and Tyson Kidd is, that's going on in NXT is pretty interesting. Um, I know you're not a huge you know viewer of NXT, but basically he's, he's, going he's, at, he's become like the jealous husband and because of the match. Yeah, a lot of shit, and they um chant you know Natty's husband that we killed him at NXT. Like I can't wait to go back this month and you know when he's there just just add, to boo Tyson Kidd. It's so add, fun. Did you add it to the cheers? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're a jerk. Ain't I? Ain't I? Um, but that's going to wrap up this segment of One Nation Radio. We'll be back to talk about um, the main event, like Seth Rollins and John Cena, and we'll probably get into some other fuck shit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this is One Nation. I woke up this morning. 
Welcome back to One Nation Radio. You want to use it as a topic, don't you? All right. We'll get to it at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, our third segment, everybody, it, it, it tends to get, you know, we go off the rails. It's and, fuckery ensues. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fuckery segment. We, we need to name this segment. Not the fuckery segment. But we need we need to come up with, with, with something, you know. Send us names, suggestions for our third segment. Um, you know. No holes barred. Something no I don't know. Barred. Yeah, no holes how, barred. How camp are you? How corner are you? <laughs> you know. You know. Um, Look, you'll be the second person. You'll be the second person we call that's been called a cornball today, famously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, third segment. You know, we ever get someone to you know email us questions and we answer them. That'd be a time we would do it as well. Yeah. But um. Just waiting on y'all. Yeah. I'm about to start making these up myself. Y'all can listen. Y'all want to listen, but y'all don't want to ever, you know, yeah. hit hit back. It's like we we got consistent, you know, numbers from these certain areas. I'm like, you know, Wichita, Kansas, whoever you are, <laughs> Iraq, Saudi Arabia, all y'all. We know y'all listening. Oh, uh, yeah, all y'all OPEC nations. Yeah. All y'all, <laughs> all y'all out there in the UK. We know y'all listening to One Nation Radio. I can tell. I can see the stats. They, they fucking exist. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, where do you want to go? All right. Um, first, let's let's talk about you know this. Every is is Seth Rollins going to threaten to cash in every week? I don't know if they're trying to pop the ratings. Or I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, we go for and both in in last or last night. I was like, ain't no chance in hell yeah. they're having to cash in. Like, yeah, after they got the main event book, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, like, like, what's like you play me for? Um. I, if it ain't a pay per view or the night after a pay per view, they're not cashing in. Remember that. Well, unless there's like a long layoff to where it's pretty like if if they have four weeks with four raw or sorry five raws between shows and yeah because you know they always treat like that fourth one like a pay per view almost or something like that yeah. or the third one, but that don't happen no more like yeah, that. They got uh, they got to stop letting them in. You know, attempt to cash in every night they'll because some, they'll figure something out. Um, I don't. I, that man's not cashing until like a long time from now. That man's gonna you know cash really in like gonna, October. You know what's really gonna happen? He's gonna cash in Orton, and they gonna screw Orton. That's what that's like. This is that's yeah. what that's what's gonna I think happen. we talked about that. We had a conversation about that one time. Was it on air or no? I'm not sure. It's gonna watch it. It's gonna be. It's not gonna and be. Orton's on gonna Cena. turn face off this shit. It's like, not gonna be on Cena. I know that much. Orton's gonna turn face. You off can't this explain shit. that. Like if he could be standing now, he should be able to beat um, Rollins. Like. Yeah. I don't see it, but you say you don't have a championship look. Yeah, I, I just like don't no no one believes him. Like I don't feel like. I mean, he has to prove himself. He has to like you know he has to win this feud with um, Ambrose, or he has to you know look very good. Have a good showing the way they like their actual you know peers. Because remember, he was for the longest he was the third guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this elevated him to be the second guy, but he still has to prove himself. And I don't. I mean, personally, I think all three of those guys are going to be fantastic, but. He's going to need to hold this thing for a while to keep some, you know, keep something to look forward to. Yeah, and I he, mean, he's going to have to. What he has to do, what they need to showcase him as, is pretty much the new age Bret Hart, but as a heel. Like they need to have him wrestling all types of different guys throughout the whole roster. Be like, yeah, Rollins can pretty much do everything, you know, and let him showcase solo. it. 
Yeah, so, let them showcase it. Like, and be like, you know, this is what I'm going to do this month. You know, I'm about to beat on this guy. You know, I'm going to go out, you know, this month with Ziggler. Um, you know, next month I want Big E. You know, da da da. Just keep, you know, ro- I'm going to have a TV program with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, you know. I get you. And, and really, like, let them, you know, build more <clears throat> credibility, like, as a singles star. Because, I'll fight Swagger. Yeah, whoever, you know. Uh, you know, you know it's new, open challenge. The, the, the new, you know, the newly minted face swagger. Right. Um, you know, all y'all inner xenophobes out there. Oh yeah, you never, we never really touched upon that um, in the first two segments about uh, swagger. Um, why wasn't he on the show? Well, um, one, Jack Swagger is known to have, um, you know, he has legal troubles. Yeah, he's on papers. He's on probation. Uh, I don't think. You can, I mean, I know you have like, I know there are work work exceptions. I mean, but I don't think Canada's down with that. They wouldn't let him in. It's there. not on Canada. It's on. It's on being let out to do it. So it's on his PO. Hmm. Then um, he also in Canada the whole we the people thing. I don't think it necessarily works as well. I mean, talking it, about you know you're a real American. You know you know you know how they used to treat us in Montreal. Well, like, yeah, well <laughs> you mentioned that, and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. But for me, I think they would have toned it down to where they still would have cheered him. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes out there and he fights someone, and he does you know he does the hand because that's that still gets regardless of wherever that is. Like I think that would still play out. People like it's something that, it's like it's, it's similar to the yes chant. Right. Hill or faith people want to do it. Um, and you just have him wrestle, and you just don't let Zeb talk in terms of America. All you have to do is have him cut a promo talking about how much, how, how, this, how the, much same, the, taint, the same tie that Canada has, or, or the same values that Canada has similar to those of America, and we, you know, we love you, just don't come across our borders. Like, illegally, that's all, right. all, and we don't really have problems with this border. We have problems with the other border. Um, I had called you on the phone the other day, but you had asked me, you had told me you were going to hit me back. I was going to ask you, nah, (laughs) I was going to ask you, have you heard about Santino Morello's retirement? What? what? Yeah, and I haven't brought it up to you until now for a reason. Over the weekend at a house show, apparently Santino Morello announced his retirement, um, not a work, he had another neck injury, and he's done. In WWE, wow. and he might be transitioning to like another like role on screen or something. Uh, I know you've always been, you know, a huge Santino fan. Like he announced, it, I, and they didn't say a thing about he's it. Did a house show? They didn't let him he did it at a house show? Yeah, apparently he's from Canada, so he did it like you know in Toronto. They were in you know because they could do it in Montreal, right? I don't know. That's garbage. But um, talk about you know Santino. You know, I mean, he just this okay. Vince, in the words of Vince, is not wrestling. It's sports. He's not in the wrestling business. He's in the entertainment business. And obviously, a lot of pe- a lot of people had issues, and you know, rightfully so, with what they did with like the new generation after Hogan and Macho Man left for WCW, mm-hmm. or left and end up ended up on WCW with you know a lot of like the tired, over the top gimmicks, like the doinks. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker that turned so happened to work. The you know the dumpster uh, Duke the dumpster Drozzy, um, all that kind of stuff. King Mabel, um, Men on a Mission, all of that kind of stuff that just was so camp and just didn't work out and too corny. Mm-hmm. Um, me like for Santino, if you're a kid, 
and you see the stuff he does, that stuff's gonna put a smile on your face. And it was just he was just so funny, and he did his job and and it did everything he was supposed to do, and that's the best you can ask. And even while you know, even while being this you know absurd character, he you know whether it was you know the winning the the Divas Battle Royal at WrestleMania 25, or or you know doing whatever, he made it. He made the best of it. Like he put Cesaro over. Uh, I forgot what match he had. He had a cage match with somebody. He was in the Elimination ago. Chamber. Where it looked With like Daniel he was Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. He yeah. was in the uh, final four. Or he, excuse me, he was in the final two. Two. Uh, the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble. That, that Del Rio one. He, I'm like, if he believed he was actually going to throw his ass. And Santino, he just, he's funny as hell. The trumpet celebration will never get old. I hope he's still around, you know, to, to randomly come out and, you know, do his comedy segments. But this is this does mean the end of the of the great you know Santino great Kali tag team, you know that was always around. Yeah, sad times. You know, sure. No, it, very very sad times. You know Santino and Emma. You know. Yeah, that ain't happening. Um, you know this is that's over. You know she um she got fired and rehired, and uh, he's retired. Um, now, for me, the Cobra, like, this is the funniest thing ever. Like, this dude, he's clearly a jobber, and that's his job. He's he's a jobber that's entertaining. He did his job, especially for the last few years. Mm -hmm. He comes out there, and you already know, you finna entertain. He pulls out that Cobra, you don't know how that Cobra reacts. You pull, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. ready to strike at any time. Any time. And I mean, he was just a funny dude, and it can't all just. We can't have we can't have a whole roster of 100 Roman Reigns. We got to break We got to break up some of that. Some of that. That'd uh, be a badass roster, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We got to break up women some, everywhere melting. <laughs> we got a whole break, bunch of wetness we, coming through the curtain. <laughs> Precipitation. Is it, well, I'm not even going to get into that. You, you, you can take that. You can take that. You can I just meant him being wet. You can take that analogy wherever you want to. I'm not. I'm not going there with you. But it, you know, you know, Jim Cornette once slapped own, Santino. How did that go? For how did that go? For Jim Cornette was immediately fired afterward. Oh, I'm so, oh, that happened like backstage. Yeah. You know, Santino would have whooped his ass. Yes. Okay, that's why I was like, how did that really go after? Uh, yeah, I mean. You know, but to him, he's always a guy that you know that I enjoy seeing on on screen because he was just funny. Um, now I know some people think you know the only place for only thing that should be on wrestling is wrestling, but like you got to break that, you got to break up the break it up some. If you're down with that, go ahead and watch the AWA or WCCW. You can go pull that up on the network. You know, but um, so uh, what have you watched on the network recently, James? <sighs> Jeez, man. Um, I watched. It was bad blood. Not bad blood. Vengeance. It was Randy. It was Randy Orton's first title ring. What pay per view was that? It was 07. No mercy. No mercy. That's right. I can't remember all the freaking 
you know. We weren't watching it. Um, yeah, I was watching it, so I always, you know. And, you know, it was the last week or two weeks ago, I basically asked you, you know, there have been 44 champions, name all of them, whatever. Yes, yeah, that, we, that was a, that was quite an exercise. Yeah, so, you know, we both did a pretty good job, but. Um, Stan fucking Stajak. Yeah, Stan. Is it, Stage, is it Stajak or Stajak? Stajak, something. Stajak, it's spelled yeah. it's spelled Stajak. So, spelled exactly anyway. how it sounds. Yeah, so, anyway, um, <laughs> so, I'm just seeing, just watching the first time, and I'm like, they just handed the belt to Orton. Like, yeah. I find that funny in retrospect. He's absolutely hilarious. And, you know, he, and then, you know, at the beginning of the, they have, like, a, I don't know, like a 14 minute match, and Triple H roll, wins the belt by rolling up Orton. He rolled him up. Yep. Triple H got a title reign off of that. Like, he moved out the way when Orton was about to, about to get, like, shoulder, you know, about to shoulder block him in the, um, it was about like tackle him in the midsection in the in the middle or on the in the corner in the turnbuckle. He moves out the way. He basically his shoulder hits the the post in the back and he rolls he rolls him up from there. And one two three. I'm sure that's a play on Orton's shoulder injuries. It, yeah. At the same time, that's this ain't this ain't Survivor Series. You know, again, beat by, beat on a snapmare. Yeah. You know. Survivor Series eliminations, you know, we clothesline a bitch. That's, a bitch. that's it. Like a bitch get beat with a sunset flip. Last person <laughs> get beat. Last person get beat with a with a sunset flip was was Bret was Bret Hart. Nah, <laughs> Kofi beat us at all with a sunset flip. What? A couple weeks ago, yeah. All right. I want to say you want to ruin my joke. Yeah, you know. Joke. Anyway, all right. So, all right. So what else you want to Bret talk Hart about? Bret Hart was known man? to get rolled up on some fuck shit. He was known to roll people up too. After getting dominated the entire match, rolls up Diesel in Survivor Series. Yeah, you know. Don't forget who did you the favor. Ninety-five. Wow. That's always the um, weird story about that match. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else you had? None. Um, me, I was watching um, a whole bunch of nineteen ninety-six. You know, that's my era. 96, 97, you know, new, late new generation era. Um, I was watching International Incident. Uh, Psycho Sid versus and Ahmed Johnson, Shawn Michaels versus Camp Cornette, which is Owen Hart, Bulldog, and Vader. And they let uh, Vader get the pin on Shawn. And Sid comes out and cuts these absurd promos. Ahmed Johnson just looks so, like, Bro, I'm a John should have fucking worked, bro. Like, I'm I'm still a huge fan of I'm at Johnson until this day. Um, it was pretty pretty you know easy to become a fan of him as a kid. It, here's the thing: we'll find whenever they finally ever decide to get around to actually putting all the Raws and all the Nitros on the network, mm-hmm. we'll see what happened with these guys and why. Like, I, you because the memory works fuzzy. I remember mm-hmm. Ahmed Johnson being like, yeah, he's going to be, like, a champion. And then, I don't he got, know He got injured. Like, he had the kidney thing, and then he yeah. gained a bunch of weight after. And he was never the same. They went to WCW, and then he joined, like, Harlem Heat or something like that. Oh, yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. You know. <laughs> of course he did. I wonder, I wonder if that was his idea or whether, like, hey, how about you join? How and they called him Big T, and that's when they were doing the feud with him and Booker. For the rights to the letter T, you know, WCW, you know, why? Because WCW. Hey, remember what they almost put him in as their original gimmick for, uh, for uh, Harlem? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kane and Cole, 
slaves in the early 90s. Were they slaves or inmates? They were slaves. But they were inmates. No, they, Colonel Parker won them boys in a blackjack game or some shit like that. Wow. Slaves. Yeah. Slaves. You know, Cain and Cole. Called him Cole because he's black as Cole, quote unquote. Spelled with a K. K-O-L-E. Luckily, they let them change their names to Booker T and Stevie Ray. You know, I don't think Cole would have taken off as much as Booker T. James James is shaking his head in disbelief right now. That's worse than what I thought it was. I thought it was they were black inmates and basically working at like a in a rural penitentiary and they were on some like work release type thing and they were in chains. That's what I thought it was. I know they were actual slaves. Yeah, that's worse like, than what I thought it was. It's more racist. I could than be I, thought I, it could, was. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And Colonel Parker was like pretty much a slave master. Yeah, I thought, it, I, thought, <laughs> no, I thought it was originally like they were supposed to be inmates on a rule thing and like the implicit thing they were with Colonel Parker. So like it gives the implica- it gives like it's implied it's implied slavery without actually being like verbalized to you know actually be on TV without getting pulled off. Right. That's what I thought it was. But what you're saying is, nah, y'all got to come take our shit off the air. Like, that's, what they, that's basically what they said. Y'all got to take our shit off the air. We give no fucks. All right. This uh, is Atlanta, damn it. <laughs> a- ATL. ATL. It, well, 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 now is the suburbs of Atlanta, but whatever. Cobb County. Cobb County. <laughs> so, um, looking forward to um, SummerSlam. Um Probably looking at Cena versus Lesnar in the main event. I'm sure some. You just gonna skip ahead of a pay per view? I mean, no, Battleground's gonna be all right. Like I've come around in this hour, man. Like Battleground's gonna be be all right. It's gonna be good because they're gonna have to have. They're already setting up this whole Jericho thing uh, with Wyatt. If not, then he's gonna have Miz, and I'm pretty. And those two can put on a good match. Uh, You already have this fatal four way match, and you already know, you know. What the Wyatts and the Usos are going to do is going to be fantastic. Yes, and they, you know, they pretty much have the, the two top divas at the time, right? As of right now, yeah. they're, on a, they're on a collision course. Of somehow, some way, something's going to happen. So, like, I mean, and if not, I guess the only thing you can do is if they don't do that, they'll have like a tag match between AJ and Paige versus Naomi and Nikki. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't know, but. It looks like it's gonna be, be a good pay per view, and another thing is like they have, they have to have a good pay per view because the subscriptions change. The six month subscriptions are turning over, so that's another reason why I feel like they're doing like the six months. Yeah. Uh, or I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the trial. Oh my like, gosh! This time you don't even have to. You don't, the, that goes along with you know showing this Monday Night Wars thing, which is more of an incentive for people to actually you know hop on this thing, so more people can come in and then people want to renew. Yep. Because a lot of people, me specifically, like. I still don't have the network for myself. Mm-hmm. I had I was going to buy the network. And I said to you, I'm not buying the network until they put up Monday Night Wars or slash put up Nitro because that's what I want to watch. Right. Like I want to watch all of this stuff and remember, like, so I can go backtrack and be like, well, hey, this is what happened. This is what I missed. This is what I don't remember that as well. And trying to fill in the blanks. Until then, I'm not doing it. I watched it. I watch it. I use it. I use it almost every day. Right. I'm not paying <laughs> for it. Nope. Uh, we won't disclose how you know. You damn right we're not. You know. You are correct. You got you got to find your own connect. Yeah. Um. With uh the what did you think of that Monday Night Wars documentary they were they were showing? Um. It just looked familiar. We, we 
it looked like something I had seen before. I mean, I may have they may have aired something like that before. Um, maybe on the network at the beginning. Like, mind you, like but the, the fifty way, years of WWE and the death of WCW video. It was like a hybrid of that. Yeah, yeah, maybe like, that's what it was. It made everything seems like the same, but at the same time, like they can they can do that every single year and bring in new people to talk about the same exact thing, and I watch it over and over. Yeah. I, I don't, like... Are they missing a the boat with, like, the network? Could could they be using the network? Could it be a more powerful tool for WWE to promote their storylines and everything else? Um, they run a risk of, of storylines having to be fully explained over again on air, just the same way things do on SmackDown. They have to re-explain things that happen on SmackDown that people miss, so if it's on the network, it's even less visible. Mm-hmm. Um... For me, I think the tool for WWE that they're missing out on is if you are a casual fan and people like one of one show that will make a million like so much sense would be if they brought back Legends of Wrestling and revamped it towards a round table discussion. And they bring in like a, like, you, like we talked about before. They bring in a current wrestler, current wrestler X plus two a wrestler from the from the Attitude Era slash New Generations Era. From like the Monday Night Wars era, yeah. and you also bring in a legend from like Dusty and Michael that, Hayes. From, <laughs> you bring in like Michael Hayes to be there at all times. You have Jr. comment do the do the be the mediator, and you also bring in eighty star whether it's whether it's Flair or Steamboat or it's Hogan or whoever. And we and need it, like an enforcer type dude to make sure like oh that's nobody no, yeah nobody comes and you know kicking that fuck shit. You know, but hold on, bro. That didn't yeah, happen. Like, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes was um was the like all the Flair ones. This Flair just running rough shot over everybody. He's talking when people are also trying to talk, like Oakland or the Oakland or Ross. Can't remember. They were, both of them are trying to know. Actually, it was both of them. Flair, mm-hmm. Flair and Oakland were both there, and I'm sorry, Oakland and Ross were both there, and Oakland was actually the mediator, and uh, Ross was just there on the on the on the part of the of the, the panel, and right. he's running rough shot over Oakland. Oakland can't do nothing to rain Flair in. He's going off, and it's it's fantastic. I like that one. Yeah, 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 they're they're fantastic. There's two of them. I believe it's I believe in that one it's it's uh, Oakland, Taz, Foley maybe, Ross and Flair, mm-hmm. and, and and pretty much the whole time it's 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 Flair like talking to Taz about the good old days, and then Taz just sitting there like. That sounds fantastic. Like, this sounds awesome. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sitting there like, I'm watching like, this is awesome, and I'm watching him think that it's awesome. It's right. like such a dweeb. But it, but they need, I feel like they should bring that show back. And the, all you have to do is talk about all different topics and bring up, rehash same topics with just new people talking about it. Mm-hmm. And just give everyone's, you know, perspectives. And... Like, they did one for Canada, and they had Pat Patterson, and they had, uh, Bret Hart there. Like, let's get Jericho on. Let's get Jericho time. and Edge and Chris or Christian or you know, more, like people you know, and it will work. Lance Storm maybe. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a big presence on um, Twitter. Like every Monday night, pretty yeah. much Storm is out there. Shout out to Lance Storm. I mean, uh, I, I feel like enough people will watch it. I mean, I, I, as much as anything else they put up. I mean, besides maybe um, Legends House. But yeah. like, I think it will get as much views as like a countdown show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, like we were talking earlier with the, what the fuck is up with their programming? Like they just like skip weeks. Like the WrestleMania rewind this week was CM Punk, um, his Money in the Bank twenty four and twenty five wins, 
we hadn't seen a new one since the Guerrero one. And that was, was like 17. 17. Yeah. Like, who's running this shit? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's because, okay, and normally WrestleMania rewinds are on Tuesdays, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming what they do is they build up main event Tuesday, then WrestleMania Rewind and Countdown yep. on the uh, like half hour show. I'm sorry, hour show and yep. a half hour show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they don't block it differently with their their prime time slotting because eight o'clock is main event. Then you just make nine o'clock the WrestleMania Rewind and that's an hour long, and then you make Countdown. Do that shit. The, the you make count. Day. You make Countdown its its own prime time slot. Yeah. As opposed to making that, that's kind of hard. That's kind of hard to get through. What? Like, you might fall two and asleep. A half, two and a half hours? Well, I mean, it's just like any, any other channel. Mm-hmm. Their prime time is 8 to 10. Yeah. It's that two-hour block, and that's how it works, and that's how they roll over. I, they're giving too much on particular on one particular day when they can roll over and make it more of an event. Like, for, for me, for for pretty much for network purposes... The two days they actually check in and actually watch the actual stream is Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. The main event slash whatever slash rewind or um, countdown, and then um, because Legend House off. Uh, what day did Legend House used to come on? Thursday. So then it'll be Legend, now, now it's Total Le- Divas. Legends House or Total Divas slash NXT. Those mm-hmm. be the, those are two days of watching network. Like they need to do stuff to make it to where they can. It's a more than one reason to watch on those t- other than those two days. They need right. to make it to work. They need to have like when a big Saturday you know, night thing. I understand you don't want Monday and Friday to be days where you watch, but that means you still have Wednesday left. Yeah, you have to fill up. They, they, they can they can afford to. I think they can they can afford like Wednesday to to go because they got their two live shows in NXT and then I think they should attack Saturday a lot for uh-uh. the for the younger crowd. You know they're not you know going out. On well, the Saturday morning. It, they can they can do that. They can do it whether Saturday morning or they can you know Saturday night. No one has to get up for school back when school starts. Well, well, typically speaking, when it comes to an actual TV channel, um, you put all your best programs and stuff you want to be watching, stuff you think will get the most eyes. It's going to be on prime time slot. Everyone's off work before people go to sleep. Between or you know Monday through Friday. And you typically don't want to put stuff on Friday. You definitely don't want to put anything on Friday or Monday because you have shows on actual cable. Yeah. You don't do that. That's stupid. Um, so you, so the the weekends, once once every four weekends, you have a you have a pay per view. So you don't want to really fuck with that. So you're stuck with like, put countdown on Wednesday. Just build a Wednesday. People watch. Yeah. Um. The reason I say Saturday too is because it's a they don't have to play by the rules like of a regular network because they're not a regular network they're like a digital format they have all their own commercials they're not you know paying for anyone to do anything so you know just to kind of build it you know you can show your weekend review thing with WWE and oh yeah they can do that and do all that stuff and then do like some type of special event at what night. was a, what was a weekend recap show they used to have. Weekend WWE. That's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. Or no, when, when we, I was a kid with Livewire. Yeah, Livewire. They need to bring back Todd Pettengill, yeah, bro. Yeah, you like Pettengill, and it was Coachman. Yeah. Um, they were probably. I think Michael Cole maybe had it between those two guys. 
Something like that. They should bring that back. Yeah, I believe it was Pettengill. Then I'm probably just remember, but I remember Pettengill being a, one of the people. I remember um, Coachman being one of those people, and I also remember Michael Cole being one of those people. Mm-hmm. Back when Michael Cole was super skinny and had uh, like dyed frosted tips. Oh my gosh! Looking like a like a middle like aged Backstreet, Backstreet Boy. boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're a little bit over. We're about an hour and seven minutes in. We're gonna wrap up One Nation Radio. So WWE. Well, if, before we do that, wasn't there a game you wanted to play? I'm lost. There was a game you wanted to play between, uh, what was it? Oh, it was about Brett. It was a game you were going to play about Brett. I forgot how you were going to frame the game. It was something about Brett being basically bitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how you, how, I don't know how it's supposed to work, but okay. you're supposed to clown um, or what like, how it's supposed yes. to work. Brett, you know, Brett Hart, I read his book, and he's very much a serious guy. As everyone can, you know, see what the four out of ten means. You know, Brett's, Brett's never really <laughs> impressed by much. Um, you know, we could we could picture Bret Hart going back and watching WrestleMania 13 and thinking Stone Cold could have done better. <laughs> you know, um, as you said, you know, Bret Hart watched watched the Iron Man match. Yeah, know. Bret Hart. Yeah, I said uh, on Twitter last night like Bret Hart rewatches the Iron Man match and has regrets. <laughs> like that's, like, and I don't mean as far as like what led to the whole year after that, and him, you know, his departure from the company. I mean, like, damn, like, I probably could have did, I probably could have, you know, made that that kick look more realistic, like that yeah. kind of thing. I could have made that stomach punch look more realistic. Yeah, um, you know, Bret Hart, you know, thinks the British Bulldog, you know, <laughs> didn't give a great effort. Yeah, he know. still like. I, me and you were talking about, um, we were talking about maybe, uh, it was probably Bre- like, beginning of last year. Bret Hart was furious watching the ladder match at WrestleMania 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about it. Uh, we were talking about this beginning of, um, or towards the end of last year, and I was just watching all those like 94, all those like early to mid 90s uh, Bret Hart class matches. Mm-hmm. Whether it was the, whether it was the um, cage match with Owen or it was, um, his two WrestleMania matches, or it was, and this is all on YouTube before the network came out, or this was even um, the match he had with Sean, or the match he had with Razor Ramon, at Royal Rumble, or both in um, Survivor Series, or backwards respectively, so, or inverted respectively, whatever. Uh, so, we were, I basically said, like, yeah, man, this, he's so good. Like, you forget, because it's been 20 years, and, you know, I was a kid when these happened, and I haven't watched them since. Like, forget how freaking good that dude was so and you talk about how bitter he was and you know you go over we always made the joke that Bret Hart is Nas yeah um so you just imagine that he's always just, he's always on that he's on that he's on that continual sourpuss at all times yeah because he uh, he probably feels like he never really got his just due because five time champion. Yeah, they were they were they were always <laughs> they were always coming for his head pretty much. They were always trying to replace him. Like they were they were trying to push Lex Luger instead of instead of him, you know, Diesel. after after that. Yeah. They 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 make him lose the belt well he he's funded yeah, he's funded like, you know, it was a transition thing, but they, they tried to big daddy cool diesel shit. They end up replacing him with Shawn Michaels. Um he's he's tasked with getting Stone Cold over. Which he really wasn't excited about, you know, to start with. You know, I got to go out there with the ringmaster, pretty much. You know, like, what can I do with him? And then Shawn Michaels famously said, you know, tear the house down, you know. Well, that was after they had already had a feud and then they had to, 
like trump it back up because yeah. like Sean late like can't the belt over. You know? Yeah. You know, Shawn Michaels in nineteen ninety seven, that's a whole nother uh you know, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Single handedly, you know, altered the course of wrestling history, you know, in more ways than one. Yep. But we'll get to that on another day. Um but uh like my whole thing is this. Like they were going through the whole entire and we'll get to the Brett being a soccer thing in a second. Now I'm thinking about it. So I don't know how much money Sean was making, but if Sean lost his smile and he actually couldn't wrestle, then does that mean you have the money to actually pay Brett to stay? Um, Bret Hart was already making the most money of anyone anyway. No, no, no. But the, the whole thing was we're coming to a collision course with him leaving for WCW because we gave him this guaranteed contract and we can't pay him. Well, if the number one slash two guy at this point can't wrestle anymore and lost they his spot, retired. My, no, my point would be that if he retired, you wouldn't, you, you, you don't have to pay him anymore. So that money should go to Brett. They, they were still. This isn't something they did with a lot of guys, obviously. They were still paying Shawn Michaels like 35000 a week, I want to say. But, well, I've heard that. But story. my thing is this. Just to get him Did through. they know? But the thing is this. If he wasn't. Did they know it was at bullshit? What, at, at what point did they know, like, all right, Shawn's coming back, or, yeah, we can't be paying you no more, bro, because you're not wrestling. And then if that was the case, Shawn was, was actually gone, that means Brent should have been able to stay. The, you know what I'm saying? The, the real question is, how did Vince McMahon cry financial peril in 1997? And then all of a sudden, the calendar rolls over to 1998. He finds $3 million out of thin air to give to Mike Tyson. That's the real question. Well, I don't think it was a thing of, I can't pay Sean, I can't pay Brett no more. It's, I don't think I can pay Brett in the coming years that's left on the deal. Because how long was that deal? He, he signed, signed a 20-year deal. but Exactly. But it wasn't for that amount of money like the three million was like the the 20 year deal wasn't it i think it was like it wasn't more than five million dollars or something like that because it was set up like where a you would get this amount of money for the next three years and then you would like step into a backstage role so and it would like, drop so he would, it would be like five hundred thousand a year something like that like over the next 10 like it's something like it's something like that so it, it they he he could have did it but that that I just always find that interesting, you know. A couple months later, you know, yeah, we we gonna throw three million dollars out there for Mike Tyson. So, you know, Vin, look, Vince won, but it's just interesting. Oh, see, I don't know what the buy rates were, but I'm assuming like, yeah, like I got this guy that's shooting up the sh- uh, shooting up and they're shooting up the the star, you know, shooting up to the stars, mm-hmm. and like I just got like this dude that just got done biting a person's ear off, and it's just it's probably the biggest star in sports, and it's WrestleMania. Like, yeah, I kind of have to take this shot. Yeah. Like, I kind of have this free money laying around that I was expecting to use on Bret Hart that I have, like, money that I can just throw towards Tyson now. Yeah. I'm assuming that's how it worked. Like, it's like it's almost like, yeah, this dude just signed somewhere else as a free agent that had cap room. Yeah. I want to go spend it on that's somebody. That's kind of It's kind of like that now. But, I mean. That just comes up, up to the point we always make. How the fuck did WCW lose? Like, <laughs> yeah. How did they lose? But um, that's gonna wrap up One Nation Radio for this week. Uh, unless we come together and do another show, I'm now going on vacation for my job after one more day. So you might see a couple more shows. 
Um, you might see some, you know, try to land some interviews and, you know, have more guests uh, on the show. Yeah. Um, the guests got to be on Skype, though. You got to make sure they ain't catfishing us. Yeah. You know, you know who you are. Yeah. Sierra. No, Sierra. Yeah, you Sierra. Sierra. I hope Sierra here this and know, know who you're talking about. Shout out to Sierra. You're going to push you up on the Skype. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, this is One Nation Radio. James, you got anything else to say? No, nah, man, I'm out. And uh, I'm just going to enjoy the network until it's time to go to work tomorrow. Later. This is One Nation Radio. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.